Yo, this is Carl from Tokyo Munchies, and I'd just like to say a big hello and welcome to MIG-1 Talks Crap on Anchor. If you're not listening to MIG-1 Talks Crap on Anchor, then what are you listening to? This dude definitely has the bombs, and he has some crazy stuff going on. Um, talking traffic, talking random stuff, talking rants and raves. If you're a child, or if you're offended by offensive language, then probably don't listen. But... Big shout out to Mig One Talks Crap here on Anchor. This is Kyle from Tokyo Munchies. And by the way, shameless plug, skip over to our page and have a listen to the Tokyo Munchies podcast too. And while you're there, drop by tokyomunchies.tiktel.com and buy some Japanese candy. Love you, Mig One. Love the talk crap. What is going on, everybody? This is your boy Mig One back again. I know it's been over a month. I'm going to explain what's been happening. Let me tell you something. I said last month I'd be out here doing more and coming out to more with everything that's going on between Uber, my life, and anything else happening. And well, life has just kicked me in the balls and everything else. So I don't even know where to go. I could do this in many episodes, but we'll see how it goes. One of the biggest things I got going on right now, as you guys know, I have a son who's a junior. Well, he's a senior now, folks, ladies and gentlemen. He's taking his SAT. We're going to football camps all over the state of Texas. Hell, we're even going to go outside of Texas pretty soon, probably Arkansas, maybe Louisiana, quite possibly going up down to Oklahoma. Depends. You know, I'd spend this money to get him there in these camps and whatnot. Usually, you kind of feel these camps are like money grabs. But, you know, we set up a bunch of stuff following what the profile tells us to do and so he's got a Twitter account, and basically he's been getting a lot of messages from coaches on there from some of the schools that are actually interested in him that uh, we get emails from on our on his uh, NCAA profile thing that we use. And uh, it's been pretty cool. You know, it's been a lot of fun uh, see the people that talk to him, what they tell him. I help him out a little bit, obviously. He does his own thing. But uh, it's been really cool and overwhelming a little bit here and now because he's been kind of like, wow, this is pretty freaking cool. I've never expe- experienced anything like this in my entire life, you know, being a young man first time doing this stuff you know he saw his brother get a lot of stuff in the mail for baseball in school but then his brother went and you know did the right thing like we knew he was going to do he went into the army uh he followed in my footsteps so you know bless him for that uh he didn't really you know college was not going to be his thing he wanted to do something else so that was his calling but my younger son he's definitely a football player he loves football he's undersized so he's not like six three or anything like that it's like five nine so it makes it a little bit harder you're 5'9", 267, but you're an ox. You're strong as an ox, and, I mean, you're tough as a gorilla. I mean, this boy has power. He has low-to-the-ground center, you know, gravity, so it's not easy to push over, and he's very strong. And he's a very good kid across the board. Intelligent, does well in school and everything else. So, you know, <clears throat> he has a lot of good things about him, and he works hard. I can't even say, I mean, the coaches talk about him, you know, his, his regular coach is saying he does, he works very hard. So, you know, he's a hard worker, he's a good coach, coachable kid. So I'm doing everything I possibly can to help this boy get a scholarship. And, you know, I'm, I'm anxious. I, you know, I get a little excited. I get a little nervous a little here and there, you know, because I don't want to be playing this stupid game like, hey, oh, we like you. Oh, well, come to this camp. Money grab. Hey, we like you. Come to this camp. They see you and then they saw he's undersized. Well, we didn't lie to you. We told you how tall we are. Our profile says how tall we are and everything else we are. You know, just because what you see on the field is not what, I mean, come on. You, you, you got to understand the first impression that I know understand is supposed to be like your biggest thing, but not all the times are you doing great. I mean, the boy fights allergies and everything else, but heart is a big thing they need to look for. And, you know, I've coached basketball for many, 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 many years, over 20 some years. And I have a bunch of players that went on to play in college ball. And these kids weren't like 
all Americans and stuff like that. I mean, I had one or two that were pretty good, but they didn't get like major scholarships like big, big universities. But these schools took shots on them, and because they saw the heart. And as a coach, it's easy to say. As a dad, it's so much harder. I can do anything I want and type and whatever and say, and he can go out there and say what he wants and do what he's got to do. But I can't. I don't have that extra prestige not having that coach title. You know, it works a little bit different, especially when the kids are your own. So that's been keeping me really busy. We've been to a couple of camps, and we've had a couple of good talks. And, you know, one school I thought was, like, super, super gung-ho on him, and they made me feel at the end that maybe not. They're more impressed with some other, you know, it's still the same old, same old thing. Oh, there's a six-foot-three kid here. Yeah. Ooh, he did this and this. Ooh. So, you know, they, 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 they fall over the kids that are, like, massive, and we know, I know how that's how it goes for football, obviously. But the question is, can this kid get the grades? Can the kid do this? This kid got hard. Does he have attitude? And I don't like talking about his children down, but I watched. I was watching the camp. I watch kids do this. I watch kids act a certain way. It's like you shouldn't be that way. You're trying to get a scholarship. You're trying to work out. you got to be like, I'll do anything, coach. Matter of fact, one coach asked my kid, hey, how do you football playing football out here in the great state of Kansas? My kids responded to him was like, oh, coach, I'll play anywhere, and Kansas sounds good enough for me. So, you know, it's it's all good. So, D2s, D3s, NAIA schools are the ones looking at him. I have a couple of D1s, but they're not really on the radar. They're not really really pursuing because, you know, they probably got all their kids locked up already anyway. So the D2s and the D3s and NAIs are what we're looking at right now. We're hoping to get get signed or something. You know, he's got to go back and take his SAT and score a little bit higher, and then we'll be good. But, you know, it's it's a very patient, very anxious waiting thing. He scored well enough on his SAT to be able to go perform in his uh, showcase in February, so that's pretty cool. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, man, some of these schools calling, they're like Arkansas, Louisiana, and stuff out there. It's exciting. I mean, I'm excited for him. It's D2. And I'm like, man. Uh, and I, as a father, I see the heart. I see the desire. I see the teammate, how much he's loved by his teammates, how much his coaches love him. And... I have a daughter. I have two other boys. My daughter's a school teacher. My other boy's a Marine, former Marine. He's doing his thing he loves. My younger one's in the Army, middle one's in the Army right now, doing what he loves to do and everything else. So they have their path and everything's set. You know, I always wanted them to have everything they wanted, and they did. I have never wanted anything so bad so much for one of my kids in my entire life. I want this for my young one. Because my young one has a good heart. And... I tend to think at times that people take him for granted or they look at him like, okay, he's, you know, he's who he is and they don't think much of him. But when you, when you look at the whole package and you look at everything and then you step back as a different, as a different person, like some of the teachers have told me, they think he's a fine young man with great qualities, uh, exhibits honor and, you know, trust and all that stuff. He great characteristics of a good person and, you know, you, you can't teach a lot of stuff. I mean, that has to come in from the inside of you. And, I mean, you can help teach some stuff. But a lot of stuff, you know, you already have defined in your personality. So I really, really, really am pulling so hard for him, hoping that something, you know, like, boom, falls in his lap. And he's able to go to school and get his degree that he wants and, you know, graduate from college. Because I know he wants that. And that would just, I'd be over the moon. It'd be the happiest day of my life probably. Uh, to see that happen for him. Whether he makes it to the next level after that, that's something I don't know, and I don't, I'm not really concerned about that. I just want him to be able to play college ball and go from there and go to school and get a great degree. 
and I really don't care where he goes. I mean, like I said, there's a school from New Hampshire that's coming down to see him. There's schools, I mean, well, they're not coming to see him. They're coming to Texas, period, but they're anxious to see him at the camp. I'm paying a crap load of money at another camp to take him where eight of the schools that are going to be there are eight of the main following schools that follow him on his profile. So I'm doing what I can as a father to try to help him. And he's doing everything he can as a, as a student, athlete, as, you know, whatever he could possibly do to make it work. So any prayers you guys can give my kid will be greatly appreciated because I really want things to work out for him. And every parent wants everything to work out for their, for their kids as well. And so that's what's been taking up a lot of my time. And I really haven't had a chance to Uber because I've been driving around to Dallas, San Antonio, you name it. Supposed to go to Tarleton here sometime soon, but I think I'm not going to make that trip now. Um, we've been talked about going to Natchezitas in Louisiana, I think. I forgot what that's called. Uh, now Monticello in Arkansas. So it's it's pretty interesting, you know, just trying to see what to do. So we have to bide our time. But I, I, I told him this year, I said, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to spend the money, whatever I got to do, try to get to where we need to go. And, you know, just do what you got to do. And... He's worked very hard in school. That his grade point average is like a 3.85 now, I think, or something like that. You know, it's pretty good. Uh, he's ranked about middle of his school, his class, so that's good. And, you know, he's working hard. So, you guys give me some prayers for him for that. And when he retakes his SAT in August, and we'll just see how it goes. You know, schools have asked him to go ahead and log in and file for admissions. So, we'll see how that goes, too. So that being said, that was one of the first things that kept me busy all this time so far during the summer at the end of the school year. Of course, taking care of my grandson's another thing. As you guys know, I love doing that. That little boy, little boy is just amazing. He's just just a just a, a joy. Well, we went down to the water park down in uh, Sheridan, Texas, known as Splashway. Let me tell you all something. If you've never gone to a water park, you should go. It's a lot of fun. I've been to Slitterbond, Splashway. I've been to a few other places, but I don't put up there. Splashway is probably going to be one of my favorite places now along with Schlitterbahn, New Bronzeville. The reason why I say Schlitterbahn, New Bronzeville is just great, period, because it's just like the best to me out of all the Schlitterbahns. Uh, you know, it's got the river water, it's got everything, got longer rides. It's just massive. It's great. Splashway is not as big as even as the smaller Schlitterbahns, but it was fun. It's very family-oriented, a lot of good times. Uh, have places where you can rent if you want to sit down. they got big benches on the umbrellas for you, too. You bring your own food if you want to. They got a wave part. They got a, a wave. I mean, wave thing, a wave pool. Excuse me. And then you got the the regular lazy river. And you got a bunch of other things going there. You got slide rides. You got mat rides. And you got a bunch of stuff for kids. I mean, bunch of stuff for kids. And it is so cool. I and mean, there's so many families there. So many kids there. With you know, and it's super family oriented. And it's not a damn problem at all. Lifeguards are young. Some of them probably high school kids. Some of them maybe college kids. Who knows? But you know what? They want a single rude one at all. And I didn't hear the whistles going off like you normally do when, like, you're at a pool or you're at another location that's really, really packed. And so that made it even fun. That made it even better. So, like, there was no issues. And even when it did get packed, it still was not packed. It was still, like, large enough and big enough to have fun. And, and, and if you bumped anybody when you're in the wave pool, everybody was so nice. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. We're just having fun. And everybody just, you just make friends with whoever the hell you're out there with. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoy my time at Splashway. And and seriously, the wife and me, we're seriously thinking about getting uh, season passes. Now, keep in mind, you know, you go to Slitterbond, it's like $59 a person or something like that. You go to any the theme park, that's what it costs. Splashway is $39.99 online. And here's the deal. You can actually, there's even got some big time sales was even cheaper than that. 
So that's amazing. And then, you know, it's really cool, too. When you get there, they check your bags and make sure you're not bringing anything with glass. You know, it's really good security. And then when you get in to go actually get your ticket scanned or whatever you're going to do, you know, you got to go through the little turnstiles and your bags get pulled, your coolers. They actually like, oh, we got this for you, sir. And they draw them in for you while you go through the turnstiles. Like, oh, my God, that's freaking nice. So, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough great things about Splashway. So if you've got to go somewhere this this summer with your kids or any time, I recommend Splashway and Sheridan, which is on its way to Hallettsville, in case you don't know, on 90 uh, out here in the country. It's a lot of fun. It's it's great time. Like I said, you bring your own snacks and stuff like that. And trust me, it, it's worth the money. Uh, you can go early, you go late, however you want to go. It's, it's, it's a blast. And for your Pokemoners, yes, there's quite a few Pokestops there, too. <laughs> so you know. But, yeah, so that's one other thing. So I got to do that this, this couple of weeks ago with my grandson and my son and his friend and my wife and my daughter and whatnot. Now, taking it real quick, the other thing that kept me kind of busy is I had a little tough time. You guys may have heard on the podcast, uh, Critical, that uh, my mother was in the hospital. She didn't do too well. Had some really bad issues going on there. Um, she got out. She's doing a lot better now. She they had her on oxygen. She had some kidney issues. Uh, she had the kidney specialist. My mother is a diabetic, and she's legally blind. So she was dealing with that. We were going to see her every time she's in the hospital. It was a rough state for her because it was a really hard time. Uh, but, you know, all in all, she did okay and she got out. The hospital staff was okay at the beginning, but then toward the end of the time that she was staying there, they must have had the incom- the incompetence and the, like, the I don't give a shit people and the lazy people show up for the last couple of days because I swear to God, the service went from, like, grade A plus to, like, F. I mean, when you leave a woman sitting in her own shit, it's like it's like nightmares from fucking goddamn daycare, not day, daycare or old folks home, Holly. Old folks gets uh, they get fucking blisters on their ass because they don't turn them over, or you know they they can't they're immobile so they don't move them and they're supposed to. Like they don't give a shit. Like oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. So that was the kind of bullshit that went down with my mother, and that really pissed me off. Something fierce. But my sister was handling it, and she went off on them and everything else. And then they're supposed to bring her dinner once, and they're waiting for the doctor to come in and. So she didn't get her lunch till like, she, she didn't even eat lunch. She didn't get her dinner till like after 7 o'clock. So the, she didn't eat anything from breakfast all the way down until the time she got finished taking her test. Being a diabetic, you know that ain't good either. So that was that was some straight up bullshit too. So I don't know what was going on there. My sister again took care of it. So it's like, I don't know how you can be wanting to call yourself a great hospital. And you were doing great early on. And the last couple of times we've been there, never had a problem. But like I said, I guess you might have hired some people that were crappy or, or you were understaffed. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. But the ones that were at the... At the end of the stay for my mother, they weren't there at the beginning. So, uh, you know, I don't know, like I said, new people, older people, I have no idea. But you got to fix that crap because when people go to the hospital, I mean, they're not feeling good. So they need to be taken care of. And that's what your job is, to take care of people and make sure they get their medicine and make sure everything's good to go so they can get healthy so they can get the hell out of there. And some of them people don't get out of there. So you don't need to make it worse. I'm just saying, dude, if that's what your occupation is, do your job the right freaking way. It's like having a... It's like not going to McDonald's and getting the wrong fucking order. No, this is like going to a hospital where someone's life hangs in the balance and you don't give two shits about it. What if it was your fucking relative laying in the bed? What if it was your fucking spouse or your kid and laying in the bed? I bet you'd give two shits and be pissed off if the nurse didn't do shit for you then. So if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you're a pediatrician, whatever the hell you are in, whatever the fuck you are at a hospital, you know, do your thing. It's what you went to school for. It's what you learned. You're there to help people public service i mean you're doing you're doing things to help sick people and everything else yeah i know it's a paid job whatever it is like i do my job whatever and people take it for granted no they don't because you got people like myself to tell you thank you thank you for everything you do i appreciate that you know whatever you've done here you're amazing whatever i can do to recommend you i will 
So I'm not like those other people. So I actually give two shits about stuff like that. And I understand that it's not an easy job. And you got to do this and you get sick people all the damn time. But it's the field you took because it's the field you wanted to be in and you wanted to help people. So don't forget that. That's why you did all that stuff, to help people. And the moment you start losing that sight, think about that person in the bed you're working on, you're trying to help save or whatever you're doing with them, even if it's just changing a bandage or whatever like that. Think of it as, what if that was your relative? How would you feel then? I think that'll help you decide how to, how to handle your situation from there on. I mean, I just it's just all the way I feel. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. And a lot of you nurses and doctors and people, RNs, whatever the hell you are, I know you guys aren't bad. I know there's, there's millions of you that are super great. And to you, all of you, I take my hat off. I respect everything you do, and I thank you for everything you do. It's like my people in the military. As I'm prior military, I have respect for all servicemen who have, they've done in the past, future, whatever. Being that the day is D-Day, you know, my grandfathers, you know, they, they served in the Great War. So, you know, they're gone now, but their legends and their legend and everything else they did and their their serve their group i can't say their legends they didn't go out there and win the congressional medal of honor but what they did along with their company and their men and their fellow platoon mates and everything else will ever forever be etched in my mind they're heroes to me anyone who fought for our freedoms back in the day or did that stuff or even now are heroes because it takes a special person to to volunteer a special person to go into the military and fight for your country and try to save for everybody else in this world you're not just fighting for yourself. You're fighting for your man next to you, the woman next to you, and the country, and everybody else who hasn't been born yet. So it's a way of life. So just like the Army, and the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force, Coast Guard, I appreciate everything you guys do, and doctors as well. No matter what doctor you are, psychiatrist, physician, or whatever. Just my moment of giving a care, and, you know, I gave a little crap about that, but I do want you to know that I do care. So, guys, that's pretty much why I've been in and out of this between work, the camps, my mother went in the hospital, and spending time with my grandson when I can. It's just been really busy. I plan on trying to keep this up and kicking it in a little bit more now. Um, I will be Ubering again here pretty soon, uh, hopefully this weekend, actually, and then continue on with my Uber stories and go from there. And funny, the last time I tried to Uber, my car acted up a little funny, so... My son from the Army was home. He took a look at it, and he actually fixed it. So, yeah. How about that Army training now, brother? Check that out. So proud of him right now. So, being all said, guys, you know, this is your boy, Mick One. You need to check me out. Mick One talks crap and Uber stories. Uh, right now, a little bit less on the Uber stories, a little bit less on the crap. A little bit of fun time, good stuff, and family time, and, you know, some crap. <laughs> and, then you know, go check out my main podcast, Critical Thinking Podcast, you know, we're at, on Twitter, critic underscore thinking. I'm at podcasterng on Twitter. Uh, and, oh, my God, I forgot to say this. Critical Thinking actually has a fan club now. We have Critical Thinking fans. Go freaking figure. That CTP3 fans, I think is what they're called. I can't believe it. That's just astonishing to me. Uh, first from the big news from, from our sponsor, then to this. It's just like it's overwhelming. Uh, having a blast. So, you know, it, it's pretty cool. So follow them. Follow Critical. Don't forget to listen to the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you have. Give us a listen. 
Uh, we're probably going to have some more stuff. I got a new guy or a new woman that hit me up. She directed the movie. Has Card Angle and Felicia Day in it. So we're going to get a link and uh, we're going to review that movie and hopefully do uh, a thing on the movie and uh, have the artist and director and maybe an actor on the show as well. Uh, see how that goes here on Critical Thinking Podcast soon. So, yeah, guys, give me a follow. Give them a follow. Retweet this. Retweet everything out. Constantly get us going. Retweet anything I say, any of my pictures. Also, go out and follow my buddy. My, you see me post her pictures. She is my friend. Uh, we're not best friends, obviously. We're good friends. Um, but we've been friends for a while now. And uh, she does a little modeling. She is Canadian. Uh, Madison Rice. I post her pictures on my Twitter, on my Instagram. And I link you back to her Instagram. And I also post them on my Facebook page, Make One Talks Crap. And please go out and follow that. If you're not following me there, please go follow my, my podcast page, Make One Talks Crap. Uh, it's on Facebook. And Critical Thinking Podcast as well. Uh, I post her pictures, and I link you back to her Instagram. She is an actress slash model trying to do her stuff. She's taking classes. She's amazing. And when you see her pictures, and if you ever get a chance to meet her or talk to her, you will see how amazing she really is. She's a really funny person. She has such a sweet, sweet personality that when you talk to her and you walk away, you're like, wow, she was such a nice person. Such a great, such a great human being, and that comes out. You see it in her pictures. You see it in the way she talks to people and everything else. And she's really cool. Also, a quick message from my boy Chad Rook. Hope you're doing better, my brother. I know you're in the hospital. I know you've been in and out with some stuff. God bless you. Hope everything goes okay. You guys have seen him doing acting on Sirens and a bunch of other things. He was the Weather Wizard on Flash and a few other episodes. He's getting more gigs. He's dealing with a little sickness stuff right now. So, well wishes to you, my brother. Hope you get better and uh, you know get on there, do your thing because you're one hell of an actor. So, you know, uh, shout-outs to my boy over uh, in Tokyo Munchies, my man, Kyle Harthorn, who, uh, who, uh, Harthorn, nice. <laughs> Kyle, who's having some issues. Uh, he got injured a while back snowboarding. I hope you're doing better, mate. I miss you. I love you. You're a good friend of the podcast. You're a good friend of ours. I've gotten really close to you. Uh, hope you're okay, my brother. See you here in the States soon, or if I'll see you in Australia or Japan maybe soon. Uh, you got to be careful, my brother. Don't do it. The world can't lose you. You're special kind of dude yourself mate and uh you know we, we love you here at the podcast uh real quick uh maybe one more thing i'm trying to think i got any more shout outs shout out to the true showtime my sponsor for critical thinking hell he may even sponsor my podcast here because he's going to carry on star power radio here soon uh got an app coming out the true showtime the true show or the true something app i forgot what it was it's coming out soon so you can keep track of everything which is pretty freaking cool when you think about it so, you know, go give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat, and you'll see what I'm talking about. So anyway, guys, it's your boy Mig1 here. Always have a great time talking. I know I rambled a little bit here today talking about, you know, why I've been busy, what's been going on with me, what's been happening, and a little bit of the shows here and there. And I plan on picking up a little bit more, even if it's just to talk, you know, just to say, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'll talk some more. Oh, also, I did forget one more thing. You'll see me posting pictures of my friend Christina uh, McDowell. She's the uh, cosplayer here in Houston. She's... Uh, the official cosplayer of Critical Thinking Podcast, along with uh, our other young lady, uh, which I can't think of right now for some reason, is blanking my mind. But uh, she's awesome, and so you'll see me posting her pictures too, trying to give her a hand as well. Give her a follow on Instagram as well. So, guys, for your boy Mig One here, just want to tell you: have a great one, have a great evening, have a great weekend. I'll see you soon. I'll be dropping another episode hopefully sometime next week, uh, and if I get lucky, I may even do one this weekend. You never know, and we'll see how it goes. God bless you guys. I'll catch you later. Big one is going home.